0: What is up, y'all? You are checking out the world of WWE podcast. I am Ant, and I'm joined by my two amazing friends. Co-host, as I am Le Champion,
1: Macho Man Dan, of course.
0: For another like week.
2: <laughs> we'll
0: see. Here he goes again. -hmm. What's next? You're gonna complain? Oh, Daniel's
1: results are ready. So I'm gonna just take something I don't consider an actual. Um,
0: Um, sorry, um, I got lost. I got lost there for a minute because I was listening, but I was like kind of (laughs) like dazed off for a minute. Uh, yeah, and Carlos, you introduced yourself too, right?
2: Yeah, Latino heat Carlos.
0: Great, Latino Heat. And we are officially on the countdown now for our name change, which will be taking place. It will officially pop up on YouTube on February twenty second, and it will also pop up on the different uh, podcast streaming platforms that you're listening up. We're gonna become the uncensored pro wrestling podcast. And with that, we are not only covering WWE and NXT, but we are also covering AEW, Impact Wrestling, and many other promotions. So get ready for that. And we have new co-hosts that you will be meeting as well coming soon. But us here at World of WWE Podcast, we are staying the same course. Carlos, Dan, and myself are still covering everything WWE. So do not worry about that. So, we are live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma for WWE SmackDown. It is live from February 4th, 2022. Uh, a sad day for me, but uh, gonna honor my grandma, who I lost this weekend with our recaps. I have to find something to do to honor her in our recaps. I don't know. She was a big Roman Reigns fan, so... Uh, she would be happy with the start of SmackDown this week because the Bloodline showed up, along with. Should we do a?
2: Should we do a? Should we do a 10 second bell? I
0: don't know if I. <laughs> 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 I think my grandma would be like, "Get on with it! <laughs> Get on with the show! Already. Let the show go on!" I can I can't say this. You guys will laugh at this. Whenever, like back in the day before. Ding. Before the. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damian,
0: he's an asshole. Before the women's revolution, <laughs> before the ribbons revolution, like back when there were like the Braun Penis matches, my grandma would sit through and be like, "This isn't wrestling," and she'd be like, "This is wrestling." Even now, she's like, "Oh, those girls, they're such bitches." I'm like,
2: "Bitch!" Oh my
0: god. I'm like, yeah, Graham, like they go at it. Like she, she loves it. So <laughs> trust peace, Graham, this, this, this episode is for you. And everyone else that has passed, this is for you. Anyways, sorry. So the bloodline and Paul Heyman come down to the ring. And Paul wants to acknowledge the truth. This is no conspiracy. Uh, he goes, uh, history and the trajectory of the entire industry unfolded before our very eyes on december 17th paul said that he made the biggest mistake um i told i told what was it he says i told roman reigns that he needs to be protected from brock lesnar and paul got superman punched for that and paul deserved it uh he says that brock lesnar needs to be protected from roman reigns Paul Heyman trashes Brock Lesnar some more until so Goldberg comes out. He comes out and he basically challenges uh, Roman uh, Reigns for the title at Elimination Chamber, and he says, "Of course, you're next." So, my question for uh, you all is: Are we excited to see Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber? And we'll start with Carlos. I'm
2: so excited, like God. that it greatest match ever
1: oh uh, carlos i am sorry but i cannot disagree with you anymore they're just doing goldberg for the
2: arabia money come on bro awesome my this match is going to be 10 out of 10 oh my yeah. god What? It's not yeah i know what? it's not being sarcastic go so after a wwe
1: title my guy like leave it alone come on
2: like this man always has to come back and ruin everything, and they want to put their top guy against someone that could possibly injure him. What the fuck is WWE doing?
1: Who knows at this point, man.
2: I just hope. I just. I just hope and pray to guy it's a 10-second squash match.
0: Spear. <laughs> ten fucking squash match.
2: Like they did with Sammy, Sammy Zayn, just like Roman Spear the shit out of him and then put him in the guillotine. Done. So I, I had to be sarcastic for a minute, you know. It's fucking over. You. No, but Goldberg has to come back every time and ruin everything. And why is it always a fucking title match?
0: And it tends to always be like Saudi Arabia. And that's because, like I mentioned before, the Saudi Arabians are out of the But not only that, like I told you guys, they wanted to fucking Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior last year. And they don't know that fucking Goldberg hasn't been cool since
2: 1999. Um, So they... (laughs) can't really I like the person Bill Gold Bill is cool but Goldberg yeah he, he can stay home it's just like the Agreed. way I look at it the way I look at
0: it is it would be like as if John Cena kept showing no, don't, don't,
2: don't put John Cena in the same conversation don't you dare put John Cena in the same conversation as Goldberg I will
0: because no no, no. was the face of WCW John Cena for a long time, and I, it's weird for me to say it because I thought my entire life John Cena was the face of WWE. So what I mean by that is that Goldberg doesn't want to hang up his boots. He doesn't want to push other people. You know, he, he oh, C- always wins. John Cena was different than that. He knew okay. I can come back for big money matches like Roman Reigns and Cena. That was a big deal since then. He hasn't been around because he comes when it's special and he needs to Goldberg was the face of WCW because that's really all there was. And he was good at in WCW at the time. He came back in 2003. He did a, you know, a, a year there left in 04 came back in 2016. I think it was, and ever since then, it's just been okay. We're in the month of February. We're going to Saudi Arabia. Let's put Goldberg in a match. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people don't like him either. So, if you... so basically
2: what they did, they fired Shane for Goldberg, pretty much. What do you mean? The, the plan was to have Shane McMahon in the fucking main event of, summer, of Elimination Chamber. It was most yeah. likely to be Shane McMahon versus freaking un- Roman Reigns, but Remember that that same Friday said they they urgently they Goldberg is coming back immediately.
0: See, but, see what I'm
2: getting up there? They they fired Shane McMahon for Goldberg. But even so, Shane McMahon
0: isn't even a reliable opponent. What does Shane Oh, at consider? least
2: he does fucking spots like little, He would have had a couple spots here and there, and Shane McMahon can actually fucking wrestle.
0: Yeah, but that's the same thing with Goldberg. Shane McMahon can compete for a good eight minutes, and then after that, it's just him sweating like a pig, and that's it.
2: Bro don't, oh my god no, I, I don't know I prefer I'll prefer Shane McMahon any day Yeah like I, mean,
1: I got to I I of have to agree with Cole I'd, I'd take Shane McMahon over Goldberg I, any like, day. look at that
2: under that that Undertaker do. that Undertaker and Shane McMahon match out in the cell. that was fucking great sure,
0: And my thought Roman is not Undertaker right now right I know but like it
2: could have Roman could have Roman could have at least like made him made Shane look strong for a little bit or like put a couple. Yeah, up there.
0: but I think if he made Shane look strong, Shane is in his fifth, late forties, fifties. If Roman Reigns is getting beat up by Shane McMahon, then that's a joke. You know what I, I'm saying?
2: My opinion, I'll prefer I'll prefer Shane over Goldberg any day. This no, me. I agree
0: with you. What I'm trying to say is, I would rather see a, a more worthy opponent.
2: as my thought process on it? Well, like, like you mean, like, like, like that one one thing though that I hate about WWE that WWE does lately, like they have people in storylines, and then like, like, like for example, Seth Rollins just fought Roman, right? Ended mm-hmm. in a DQ. Then they just forget about it. Seth doesn't even, like, ask to go for a rematch. Like, they just forget about it. Like, they just throw it in, like, like they could have continued the storyline on. But, like, WWE's they, they, been doing that a lot lately with a lot of people. This would like save. uh Or, like, Big E. Big E loses the title. He doesn't even get a rematch. He just goes to SmackDown to attack. Team. Same thing with Kofi Kingston. He lost to Brock. He lost to Brock. Never got a rematch. Never. He just He just floated back into there. Like, why the, does WWE does that? Like, the they, best ending for this, in my opinion,
0: would be like you know, like you said, it's bullshit that Seth has been taken out of the equation. Just like out of nowhere,
2: right? Like it was but, a DQ.
0: What if WWE's playing all along is to do that, right? Get him out of the equation, make us not think about him. Maybe he wins the chamber, and he says, "You know what?" And or, and or he's added to the main event just because. That would Bobby, save the main event for me, at least.
2: Bobby Lashley's definitely just in that title elimination, chair. I just don't know to who. But you I don't know. Sure. I, I, okay. I don't know if I could bet against Brock anymore. <laughs> okay. I well, don't know if I can bet against Brock anymore because it seems like – but it would, it would be weird if they're going to have Brock win third pay-per-view in a row by him ending the show.
0: Be, you never know. Well, we do because know – at
2: day know. one. He ended the show at day one. Or Rumble, he ended the show. And then he'll imagine him ending this show too. I don't know. That's the like talking day. about
0: Roman Reigns opening up every fucking SmackDown. We- right.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's the face of the company right now.
0: Well, we'll he get is
2: the part. top guy. You can't get me wrong on that.
0: He is. I, listen, he's, he's my grand neighbor. He's, he's getting. People.
2: He's getting. He's getting the top guy. The top guy treatment right now. He's in the top. He's in the top five longest reigning champions of WWE history right now.
0: Yeah, he's fighting fucking Goldberg at elimination. Man,
2: man, don't you got, you don't even look at just this. Look so at the other opponents. <laughs> he's he always has something against Roman Reigns, huh? He no, can't just do it, where
0: the credit's it, it, No, it, but but you're getting it wrong. I'm not attacking Reigns. I'm attacking the fact that they're booking him against Goldberg, and they're gonna make Goldberg, who's about sixty years old, beat up Roman Reigns, and that would never happen. There is no way that Roman Reigns. I don't. I don't
2: think. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't even think Goldberg's gonna get a hit. I think it's just be a squash match. I hope it is.
0: Then that's pointless. If they're gonna put your age, so they, gotta, you they see,
2: gotta. They gotta have Roman look strong somehow. that would be a good. Way to make it.
0: Okay, so you you would be okay if they did a squash match because yeah, make perfectly it
2: fine. Match.
0: Okay. Okay. Perfectly fine. I would rather see.
2: Yeah, i ecstatic.
0: I would rather see that, but knowing the Saudi fans, they're going to make it. Apparently,
2: Goldberg's match. thing is almost up.
0: It'll <laughs> probably be like an eight-minute match. Because remember, Goldberg and The Undertaker was, a, was like an eight-minute match too. And that
2: terrible. Then you haven't really spoken.
1: I am just kind of like letting you two argue it out.
0: You know? guys <laughs> like I'm gonna sit this one out and wait till the next contest. You guys have to see our fiery text messages during the pay per views. Those are well, not where they fought <laughs> <out, where> <laughs> special attractions. At I love it. That's and I you heard. should like
1: you should like screen recording.
0: Yeah, like screenshot. <laughs> just post it things. on YouTube. We like say some of the like, Fuck up, but I love it. It's great. We go at it. Um. So, yes, we do know that at Elimination Chamber, Brock, or not Brock, Roman Reigns will defend the Universal title. Next, we have Ridge Holland with Sheamus taking on Ricochet with Cesaro. And the match starts off, and Ricochet gets the quick win after a code breaker. We come back to SmackDown, and it's now a tag match. Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus Cesaro and Ricochet. A lot of cool stuff going on. The end happens when... Rich Holland lands a northern grit on Cesaro to get the win. So, we're going to talk about the match. My question is Do you guys think this feud between Cesaro and Ricochet against Sheamus and Rich Holland finally over, or is there more to come?
1: I think there's more to come, but I hope it's over soon.
0: I know. I hear you. How about you, Dan? Uh, Carlos. And Carlos is no. Oh, sorry,
2: sorry guys, sorry guys.
0: Um, <laughs> we're talking about the,
2: the 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 tag team match, right? Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like Ricochet and are like they're they're just. I'm happy like who who won the match first? I think Ricochet won first, right?
0: Yeah, Ricochet won the singles, and then Holland and Sheamus won the, uh, the tag.
2: Yeah, I was happy about the so Ricochet got the singles match. I didn't think there was like a point to turn into a tag team match. I had like. I don't know. I didn't really care about the I was happy Rick Shake out the window for
0: that. Can I talk shit for one quick minute? Um talk sure. here. why the fuck wasn't Cesaro in only them? a minute though when the match they used everybody but they did not use Cesaro. Why? He wasn't in the match? He was not in the men's Royal Rumble match.
2: Oh you're talking about that. Another one, Finn Balor
0: too. Finn Balor, yeah. What's going on? What obviously,
2: I I heard that Mitch
0: McMahon officially lost all
2: hope in Finn Balor.
0: But like, I heard. But like, dude, like, that's on you when they go to other companies and put on fight. Like, I was watching that this will be coming out soon. uh, If
2: Finn Balor is better off in NXT, probably this will
0: probably be premiering this weekend on Sunday. I'm doing recaps of the Broken Skull sessions. And the first broken school session was with the Undertaker, and one of the things the Undertaker said was, when he was in WCW, somebody told him like, no one would ever pay to see you wrestle. Like, there's no point in you even trying to do this because no one would pay to see you. Stone Cold, he said that in '95, '96. He asked before Austin '16, he asked if he could have a shirt, and they told him, we don't think you're marketable enough. We don't think that people would buy a shirt with your face on it. Wow. So, I mean, you boy, know, were they wrong. There you go. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. he could have an opinion on Finn Balor.
2: He and, said, boy, were they wrong. Yeah, that's they were. True.
0: And a lot of these, and like Undertaker said that that's part of the reason why he didn't leave WWE when they were going through all the struggles of the attitude era.
2: I would have, so, I would have, I would have popped if uh, Finn Balor would have won the World Rumble.
0: Yeah. I would have too. Like, what too. I would have
2: done with that? I would have had Seth win the Universal title and Finn Balor win the Royal Rumble, then they have their their match that they were supposed to like with like you know Finn Balor got hurt. Oh, they you have... mean like uh, like a rematch from like the first yeah, ever
1: yeah. universal championship match?
2: That that would've been good. I would've liked that. That
1: would have been cool. I would've liked that. Yeah. Like
2: at a night a night one? Night one, maybe event, night one? Boom. Yeah. I just do yeah. you guys one one question though. Do you guys think do you, do you guys think the women are gonna make event one of the nights again? I think so.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: I hope the Becky match does. Whoever Becky fights, I hope she does. That's not gonna happen. You think Ronda is? Oh no. Yep. You know, I know, I know I okay. When oh, we go to the main event, when we go to the last segment of the show, I have a lot to say. But okay, let's let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, okay. One thing to... about that Charlotte, that Charlotte segment, I gotta like, I gotta like dig into. But you gotta like, let's continue.
0: One last thing about Cesaro and Ricochet. The only other thing I'm going to say, this is the only other time, well, for this match, I'm going to slam WWE. You don't need to keep doing the rivalries. These guys, Sheamus and Cesaro, have already fought. Like, they don't need, like, for example, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. These fuckers fight every other year. And we're supposed to care about it. Why was there a need for Sami versus Owens at last year's media? I did nothing for either of them, and so for me, seeing Shane. I, it it.
1: I mean, they could put on a good match, but like WWE just didn't book it right.
0: No, and I'm not saying that because I mean, also if you
1: hey. think about it, if you think about it, the match only happened because they had nothing else to put on there. So they're like, screw, just throw it on.
2: It's always it's always a good show when they fight. It is, but I rather it was like a last. Thing.
0: Then have it be an afterthought. Because if you think about it, guys, aside from what has happened to them since that match, have they really done anything like that history-making in WWE since that match? No. No. They've just gone down in mid-card again. And so my thought is instead of, keep, instead of doing the same rivalries over and over and over again, have someone new fight Cesaro. Somebody maybe like Ricochet, have Ricochet turn on Cesaro, have, do something different. I'm tired of it. Now, oh, Rich Holland wants to defend Sheamus. Okay, I'm really sure. But anyways, all right, moving on. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos come down and Jimmy Uso is gonna be taking on Eric with Ivar of the Viking Raiders. We know that Elimination chamber, the tag tiles will be on the line The Usos defending against the Viking Raiders. But this is another quick match where the Uso, or Jimmy Uso got the win after an Uso splash. And uh, my question for you guys is, do you think the Uso's will win at Elimination Chamber?
2: Mueller. Um. Yeah, I see, I see them holding it to a little bit after WrestleMania. Okay. How about you? I think this is like building for them to like have their. I mean, they had they had a WrestleMania main show match before, but like I think this will be like their biggest one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they they I mean, always up, they always ended up on the pre-show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truthfully, I really never gave a shit. <laughs> and
2: it's like they're so over right now with the crowd. I think so. And like it'll be cool, you know. Dan, you don't give a shit about the
0: Usos, or you don't give a shit about the match, the tag match.
1: I mean, the Usos, here's the thing with the Usos. The Usos used to be, okay, like back in like 2014, the gimmick worked, it was great. And then, you know, they started to get boring. Then they came up with a new gimmick. Worked for a while. This new gimmick starting to get boring because it's the same shit. The only thing different is they're with Roman Reigns again. I don't think that worked for them. That's just me. They were they're they're never good, like they're they're good wrestlers. They they're good wrestlers. Don't get me wrong. Just, I don't know. They were
2: never like technically, technically, like, like with, with Roman Reigns. Like, they were always. Like, yeah, they,
1: they technically were, were back in like 2016. But, like, not,
2: like, and I'm like, not like always, always. Like, they were like, they would like see each other. They would, like, but, yeah, honestly. Together, like, every once in a while. But like, this, like nowadays, like, they're always together. Like, they're like an official team. Okay, but can I also say this? The Usos with Roman
1: Reigns make the Usos look like his bitch boys. I'm just saying. They, they make Roman look so strong, but they don't make themselves look strong. You know what I mean? Like, like, am I making any sense here? I, I
2: mean, they, 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 they've they been winning matches on their own. Okay, cool. But, th- like,
1: with always being around Roman Reigns, you clearly see Roman's the dominant cousin. Like, you never think, I bet Jey Uso could be Roman Reigns. No nobody ever thinks that if they were always on their own constantly i think i
0: think they could be a lot better but that's me that's just me. my take on it i think is
2: give me a second guys okay
0: yeah my take on this is that I don't mind them being with Roman Reigns, but they need to have another storyline as well if they're going to be the tag team champions. Their storyline can't just be, okay, we're going to fight the number one contenders. They have to have enemies in the tag team division. It can't just be, oh, we're with the bloodline, we're tag team champions, that's it. They have to have another... Were the tag team the new day issues that made sense because they already had issues before the bloodline but i do get your point in the sense of everything since they've been with roman reigns has been pretty much roman reigns driven if roman wants them to fight that's why they're fighting you know or if they have a title match against the random tag team there's no real rivalries going on with the usos aside from them just fighting whoever roman is fighting but all right, moving on. Next, we have Natalia taking on Aaliyah again, and Aaliyah nails a cool Hurricane Rana, and then Dez press with punches, and then Natalia lands a discus clothesline, and she sends Aaliyah into the railing, and then Aaliyah actually tosses Natalia into the into the railing, <laughs> and uh, Aaliyah ends up sliding back into the ring. As the ref counts to 10, meaning Aaliyah gets a countout out victory over Natalia again. And Dan, they can't be on. My question for you is do you think and this is for Carlos too, do you think Aaliyah is worth this little push that she's getting in her wins over Natalia?
1: No. I I don't really do you I don't think- see why they're doing it in the first place. Like, are they trying to make me think that she's a big superstar now because she'd be Natalia? No, I I'm sorry, but Natalia just has no she doesn't really have much credibility to me anymore. Like yeah. they've kind of destroyed her character. At this point, the only reason she's kinda barely even relevant is just because she was because she's uh what what was his name? Uh Natalia. Well, like, because Bret Hart's her uncle, that's the only reason oh, she has that Natalia, season. okay. Well, well,
0: to be fair, listen. To be fair, Natalia does have three Guinness World Records. That's not a false. You know, it's not like it's a storyline; it's a real thing. So she does have, you know, beating Natalia. Okay, all right.
1: Even still, I just don't. I just don't see many cr- too much credit behind her. Like, okay, she won the Divas Championship. When's the last world title she held?
0: The last time she was women. Okay, so she was women's. Not, not women's, women's tag team. When was the last time she was an honest like singles champion? Yeah. That's
1: over five years ago. Mm-hmm. That it it doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. No, I. Hear it's you.
1: just like okay.
0: But what about Aaliyah, though? Do you think Aaliyah is going to go far in the women's division, I guess is my question. Do you think she... Did?
1: If she gets a better gimmick? Possibly. Okay. If okay. she gets a better gimmick.
0: Okay. How about you, Carlos? We're talking about uh, Aaliyah defeating Natalia by countout, and if we think Aaliyah deserves this little push that she's getting over Natalia.
2: I mean, I like Aaliyah. They're building up somebody new, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's like WWE needs. But, um... You know, Natalia's a veteran there. She has really nothing to lose. Like, losing a match to to Aaliyah doesn't really do anything to her, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Next, Drew McIntyre comes
2: out, and we know
0: that he surprised everyone and entered the Royal Rumble. He's happy to be back. And then, you know, just talks about the Royal Rumble match, and then Happy Corbin comes out, and he trashes Drew McIntyre. And as Corbin is talking to McIntyre, Madcap Moss runs in from behind, but McIntyre has his sword and uses it to send Madcap Moss uh, back, and he pretty much says, Moss, tell me some jokes, and Moss starts making fun of McIntyre, uh, and then Drew ends up uh, nailing him with a claymore. So, my question to you guys is do we want to see McIntyre versus Mad Cap Moss again, and do we care about this happy Corbin-Drew McIntyre storyline? I'll throw it to nope. the champion.
1: Nope. Don't give a shit. I think they should end this terrible feud, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, now. It's not doing anything for anybody. Honestly, if, if you ask me, it makes Drew McIntyre look like complete crap because he's going against the jobber.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tough words from the champion. How
2: about you, Dan, uh, Carlos. Um. Yeah, I agree with Dan. They need to end this like ASAP. But I do. I I do enjoy that. Like, I do think Baron Corbin should still like bum ass Baron Corbin. And I, I think I like that better.
0: I just don't get why they're making him fight Madcap Moss instead of Happy Corbin. I get like Madcap Moss has been attacking him, but Corbin was one who orchestrated the attack. Why not just go after Corbin? I, I think
2: they're I think they're, I think like they're they're trying to say like Drew has to go through Madcap Moss to get to Baron Corbin. But he's already beaten Madcap Moss. He beat him at
0: the pay per view two months. What was it? Fat what month was it? Fat or day day one. Remember he beat Madcap Moss. And then they, yeah, and then, Matt then Cap he got Cap injured. Moss. Yeah, but so because he got injured he needs to prove himself again. He already beat Madcap Moss. Ooh, I guess. guess. Well, moving on, we yeah. then get to see footage of Sami Zayn getting kicked out of the Jackass movie premiere. And then that leads to the Intercontinental Championship Nakamura with Rick Boogs defeating Kinder <laughs> Mohal with Shanky. And I did not really give two rats ass about this match. The question to you guys is By the way,
2: did, did Rick Boogs really cut his hair?
0: Yeah. My question is. He sure did. Do who do you think is gonna win the Intercontinental title in two weeks? Sammy or do you think Shinsuke is gonna retain?
1: See, that really depends on what's gonna happen in the future. Are they gonna feud over the Intercontinental title? Is Sammy gonna go on and do some crap with uh, what's it called? Uh, what's his name? Johnny Knoxville? Is that what they're gonna do? Are they gonna continue to do that crap? Like, what are they gonna do? It really depends on what WWE wants to do. Okay. If if they want to continue the jackass storyline, Sammy's probably going to lose. If they don't, and they actually want him to do something meaningful, he would win it. I would like to see Sammy win it truthfully.
2: Okay.
0: How about you, Carlos? Um,
2: I'm going to say my prediction for the match for that for like when we actually do the prediction.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, some couple backstage segments. We see Sonya Deville and Pierce, They tell Naomi. That she's not gonna fight Sonya next week, but she does have a title shot against Charlotte Flair on SmackDown. We then see Natalia, she challenges Aaliyah to a dungeon style match, and she's about to attack Aaliyah, but Zayali comes out of the women's locker room and Natty backs off. We then go to our tag match, The New Day, defeating Los Lotharios. Nothing really special here. My question is, again, I asked this before, but I'm going to ask it again. What's next for the New Day? Or is it going to be the Uh,
1: Um, See, again, really depends on what WWE wants to do. Are they just going to continue with New Day basically doing nothing relevant? Or are they just going to – are they actually going to do something right with them for once? Not for once, but, like, you know, they're finally doing something meaningful with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I hope to see something good with them.
0: Okay. And how about you, Carlos?
2: I think oh, that you know. this match really helped them. So, Carlos, like, prove that they can go, like, with the best. I don't know with me. I mean, I thought the match was okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, they – they, I think they proved themselves a lot. All right. Okay. And the new day. I don't know. I think they're just going to – keep, like, having, like, um, matches on SmackDown, but I'm thinking, like, they're gonna find their way back to the SmackDown Tag Team Champions somehow, way. Alright, maybe at WrestleMania. Uh, but, like, I don't want to see the Usos a New Day again. Like, I'm getting tired of it already.
0: Well, someone's gonna have to lose the titles if the New Day is gonna happen. It's either gonna be the Usos or the Viking Raiders. Who knows? But what I do know is we're gonna be right back after this short break. Stay tuned because we are going to announce Ronda Rousey's official challenger for WrestleMania. Stay tuned. Yes, thank you for staying with us. You are checking out the World of WWE podcast. We are available on all platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streaming. We're also available on YouTube, World of WWE Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. Do all that good stuff. And we are now at the end of our SmackDown episode. And the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, comes down to the ring. And she claims that Sonya Deville told her that Becky Lynch claimed that it will be Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Uh, So then Charlotte Flair congratulates congratulates Rhonda on being a mom and Charlotte says I'd be worried for Rhonda if she chose me and then she asks the fans who she should pick for her Wrestlemania opponent and then Charlotte says I choose Sasha banks and boom she- right there yep she challenges Sasha she before- said it what happened she said it okay so she challenges Sasha right? Before anything else can happen, Ronda Rousey comes out, and Ronda says that you know she won the Royal Rumble, and being a mom has changed her. She came to teach her. Ronda came to teach her daughter the family business of kicking ass. And Ronda says, "You're not special. You're first. I'll see you at Mania, bitch." And then Charlotte holds her title in the air, and Charlotte says, "This title is my baby, and she is prettier than yours." And then Sonia gets in Ronda's face as Ronda tries to go after Charlotte. And Sonia says, I'm in control. Da-da-da-da. Well, Ronda didn't care. Ronda nails a piper's pit. And she locks on the arm breaker on Sonia. Pretty much breaking Sonia's arm, it looks like. So my question for you guys is, did Ronda make the right choice to fight Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania? Or should it have been Becky Lynch?
2: My opinion, I don't think this is fair to Sasha at all. Mm -hmm. Because Charlotte Charlotte did, Charlotte did challenge Sasha first. Yeah. So she shouldn't, she shouldn't just be lost in the shuffle just because Rhonda decides to, oh yeah, I want to challenge Charlotte. Like who knows what could happen, but I don't. uh, No, I don't. There's something fishy about this. Okay.
0: All right. So you think there might be more to the story? Yeah. Yeah. Rhonda. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. I
0: can dig that. How about you, Dan? Oh boy. Um,
1: yeah. There's two possibilities. I see. I see. I I see a Charlotte winning because oh look at me, I'm the golden child. I'm gonna beat everybody because I'm Charlotte Flair. I but prefer Charlotte
2: Flair over Ronda Rousey
1: any day. I don't know. <laughs> oh hell no, I beg to disagree with you on that, Carlos. I beg to disagree. But um, anyways, um,
0: ah, uh, what was I saying? Crap. You were talking uh, about two ways of either options, either Charlotte yeah, right. and-
1: I can see I can see uh, A, Charlotte winning, because again I look at me, I'm the golden shab. or B, I can see Ronda winning because, you know, they did bring her back for the Rumble and all that, so it's like really if WWE wants to they very well could if And WWE what about doesn't. Sasha? Well, Sasha has gotten enough opportunity, if you ask me She's had She had the title last year. She didn't come back for her match, but then, too bad.
2: But Charlotte did challenge out. Sasha first.
1: Okay. And just because she challenged her, what made her very worthy of it? Okay. Well, I'm I mean, just it's saying, not her fault. To, to it's, me? a, it's
2: the writer's fault. The writer hasn't really had her on TV lately.
1: Okay, but uh, did she win the Royal Rumble like Ronda Rousey did to challenge her? No, but
2: Charlotte did challenge Sasha. Okay, they can just push that to the side, saying. Okay, that she challenged but again,
1: her. again, what did Sasha do to make her to make her worthy?
0: Uh, okay, so I see, I see what's going on here. Okay, so here's what I think is happening. Carlos is saying that because Charlotte Flair said, "I challenge Sasha." That is Charlotte's work. And she is champion. But what Deanna is saying is, yes, Charlotte did challenge Sasha. But what did Sasha do to merit Sonia Deville saying this match is official? Right? Yeah, yeah, you got the, you got just in that. But I think, in my opinion, what I could see happening, I mean, I could see anything. I could see them doing a triple threat. Having to be Ronda, Charlotte, and Sasha. Okay, because but
1: again, what makes Sasha what was really supposed
2: to be Ronda a couple of years ago. When? I think, I
0: think to answer your question, Dan, and this is going to be like a shitty answer, and Carlos, don't take offenses because this is not an attack on Sasha. I think the reason why is because there's no one on the SmackDown women's roster.
1: Okay, fair enough. I, I take what you're saying. But I mean, is isn't Bailey coming back eventually.
0: They haven't said anything about it, and at this point, we're still early on. We still have another month, a month and a half to get through till Mania. We're, and there's no March pay per view, so it's it's gonna be the Elimination Chamber, and then we're on to Mania. But yep. um, so who knows what could happen in those weeks? Bailey might show up by then, but. As of right now, it looks like Ronda versus Flair is going to mean event WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: I, I see why you're saying that. I also agree with that should happen because, I mean, at least Ronda did something that you know, Sasha didn't do. But, <laughs> um, look, Rose, this is not an attack on Sasha. I'm just thinking about this logically. What technically did Sasha do to make it worthy? She disappeared for the summer. She, she hasn't
2: done anything, but it's not really her fault. Like, just the writers haven't. The writers haven't had anything for her. I don't
1: know. Like, okay, if they have nothing for her, and they want to do it, give her something to do. Like, if if she if they did, and they'd be like, okay, yeah, then that's kind of bullshit. Ronda should have gone against uh, Becky, and I think Ronda versus Becky makes a lot more sense. Because Becky's the one who pinned Ronda.
2: And then have Charlotte
1: versus versus Sasha. Yes, yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) I think the problem here is, again, WWE is dropping the ball. Don't even do that little storyline of having Charlotte challenge Sasha if Sasha's not going to be a part of it. Have Charlotte just be? Who knows
2: if like, she's gonna be a part of? Like, there's, like you said, there's still a whole month. Yeah, I mean, she could
0: be added to it, but as of right now, it doesn't look like it. But in a couple, of there's months, no
2: way that they're gonna get that, that Knowing Sasha, how how um how do you say like um um? Here's what I
0: could see happening: like, I like she
2: she won't she won't stop till she gets what she wants. Charlotte she's Sasha first.
0: Here's what's going to happen. Sasha's going to be pissed. She's going to say, I deserve a title match. Ronda's like, well, then fight me. Sasha's going to lose to Ronda, and that's going to be it. And then Sasha's going to be out of the picture. That's what I –
2: You got it all figured out, huh?
0: I hope that – and I'm not saying because I don't think – I think Sasha is better than Ronda, but knowing WWE, that's how they're going to fix that little problem. They're going to have her lose to Ronda. So then, okay, you lost Ronda. Now you really have no chance of competing for the women's title.
2: If she does a title match, I hope I hope her and Bailey go against Carmella Zelina and win the tag team titles back.
0: Hmm. That could be interesting. Well, if, they, if,
2: if Sasha doesn't get in the, main, in
0: the main card. Curious. Speculation. Well, everybody, mm. let's go over really quick our favorite moments of the night. And then we will say goodbye. I'll go with Le Champion first. What's your favorite moment of SmackDown?
1: I can't really. Um, I guess Ronda challenging Charlotte. Unless we have some confirmation of what's going to happen.
0: Okay. How about you, Carlos?
2: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the same thing.
0: Yep. My favorite moment was when Charlotte said that, um, "My baby is prettier than yours." I mean. That, that was some strong words to say to someone who will break your arm in an instant, but you know, Charlotte Flair. But thank you for tuning in to our SmackDown recap. We'll be dropping our Monday Night Raw recap as well on Sunday, so be prepared for that. Thank you for checking out SmackDown. We are on the to Elimination Chamber, and then that's our last stop to WrestleMania. Everyone be safe. Be good. And yeah, we will see y'all soon. 1929. Bye. Bye.